Hello, 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 everyone. My name is Matthew Terry, founder and CEO of Suede. Um, welcome to the podcast, People in Sales, Not Sales People, where we analyze the person behind the salesperson. I want to introduce Dime. Uh, super excited to have him on the show and wanted to dive into his background. Dime, how are you doing today? Yeah, man, good. Thank you. Thank you, Matthew. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be part of your show yeah. here and yeah, to take a part of your podcast. Heck yeah, man. Uh, as am I. Where are you calling in from? Uh, right now, I'm back home. I'm in Macedonia. Mm -hmm. uh, just a, a short explanation. Macedonia is uh, just north of Greece and south of Serbia, part of ex-Yugoslavia. Uh, some of uh, the new generation probably maybe don't know what Yugoslavia was. But yeah, maybe if... Uh, any basketball fans in the audience? Yeah, maybe uh, Nikola Jokic will sound familiar, or something like that. So yeah, close by. Gotcha. Nice, nice. Well, super awesome. I reached out to Dime and LinkedIn to do a customer interview for Suede uh, way back when, and he was like, he was down for it. And after hearing a bit of his story and diving into uh, the challenges he's faced in sales, I was like, hey, you'd be perfect to have on the podcast. So super excited to share your story with everybody. You got a good one. Um, so let's just let's go all the way back to your first sales gig, man. Tell tell us about that. Tell us how you got into sales um, in general. Oh man, well I, I'm born in 1984 back in Yugoslavia back then, and uh, yeah, it was it was tough. Like uh, uh, I must say, we 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 grew up young, so we we grew up young. Uh, like uh, by the time I was like uh, seven years old, the country was was falling apart. So there was a war. Uh, fortunately, not in my country, not in my region in Macedonia, but up north. Uh, yeah, there was a war. You can feel you can feel uh, the war in the air. So mm. uh, it it was tough. You know, the, there was lots of po poverty, and uh, yeah, we were we were green up on the streets. You know. Every day was a sale. I, I should say it. It was lots of uh, uh, lots of hustle, lots of hustle. But yeah, uh, my uh, yeah. my starting uh, in sales or introduction with sales was with my father. Uh, back then, uh, we had a few uh, convenience stores, and uh, I'm talking uh, right now. I'm talking about 1991. And yeah, I was re really, really happy to be around my father and around those stores. And uh, from uh, right there, you know, I, I I knew what I wanted to do. I, I I wanted to talk with people to to sort out the things, to to help them find what they want. Um, even you know, as a small kid, when you go in in the store, you're trying to do like a merchant. You try to be a merchandiser, you know, to to sort the shelves out. And yeah, yeah, those are the beginnings in 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 the sales for me. Yeah, yeah, that's super awesome. And yeah, that's that's what drives a lot of us uh, to this to the position, right? Yeah. To become the advisor, to help the person figure out what they want, and um, ultimately to kind of create a mutual relationship, like a win-win between the customer and then also the business as well. So can definitely relate to that. Okay, so your father had his own um, shop, his own. His place, and you were selling what exactly? Well, it was a convenience store, you know, grocery store, like a grocery store. So everything what you can find and see in the grocery store, it's a, uh, um, it was right there. Uh, last time we were, uh, when me and you were talking, I told you it was um, a little bit different what you can find in Walmart or or in the states because it's still like post-communist country. There's there are not there's not lots of varieties in the uh, in the items, and everything looks the same. So you don't have many types of of anything. You know, you don't. You have only one type of milk, with with same percentage of fat. I can't even remember. Like you have only one pair of jeans. You have only one pair of uh, same cuts. You know, mm -hmm. same haircut, same same houses, same buildings, same color, gray. Everything is gray. Wow. But I must say, people were happy. 
people were happy. I don't know why. Yeah, people were 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 happy. We're just okay with it. And like, uh, and even how, it doesn't matter how how uh, great it sounds. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. People were happy because maybe. Um, okay, I, I will go uh, back in the like sixties, uh, seventies when my grandfather's or, or our uh, our grandfathers were starting. You know. Uh, when they build a new new country, Yugoslavia, the country gave them everything. So the, the country gave them like the the, the house, uh, car. I mean, you still you you do uh, your payments, but the the payment is nothing. Like you you pay like twenty dollars a month, but it's nothing. And still you have house, you have uh, you have car, you and you basically don't pay anything. Just the country gives you all up front. So or the only thing what you what you have to do is you know to uh, to give back to your country mm. and yeah yeah interesting that's, super that's interesting. it yeah but on the other side i must say uh when i think about here uh for us for the salespeople, this sounds so depressing for me like uh, you have the, the country is closed and you have nothing to surf about nothing to work about what what what's the goal there to work you you have to find something you know to motivate yourself to be better or Again, everything it goes, uh, what you do, it goes for the for the country. Yeah, I yeah. hope the most of the guys understand me what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, because here in America, it's like you have to work to get the car you want, to get the lifestyle you want, you know. But in a place where all that's taken care of, you're thinking to yourself, "Why am I working? What's motivating me to?" Yeah. And. Uh, um, do these jobs for and kind of give back to the country so that's really interesting it's a different type of lifestyle yeah and to go to grocery stores and only see one brand of chocolate bar one one yes. brand just one like... bean cut <laughs> is just very different it, it can make sales pretty easy right there's only yes, got the sales yes. Person, what do you want a chocolate bar well we only got one <laughs> there's no i'm just uh, i'm just looking or some you, you have to buy you go you buy you, there is nothing to think about or uh, no time to choose between any of the stuffs there's just one you just going you just going yeah you, you pick up the stuff right so how long did you work there at the grocery store uh this was by uh 2006 okay. uh 2006 um back then in 2006 there was uh uh this uh i must say like a wave of um, people going on the cruise ships my generation okay. uh i was i was in 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 college i i was uh, studying uh, traffic engineering I was almost done with my studies, but uh, I don't know why I thought that this was the right step for me to go in the States and to start working on the cruise ships. And I did. I left the studies and I went on the, I went on the cruise ships. Mm -hmm. I started for, for a year working as a, because it, it is, from my country, it was really hard to get in the States. Uh, even the, the, the position you want, you don't need to you cannot choose so they give you okay this is the first available position so just take the take the ticket and, and go mm -hmm. and yeah i went there as a as a as a storekeeper and uh, the next year i moved uh, in the gift shop okay. again sales yeah so the head of the gift shop or were you just in uh, the gift shop Oh no, no, when you I again I will explain how it goes. Probably most of the, the guys that see this podcast have been on the on the, on the cruise ships, or if they don't, I warmly recommend, yeah, just uh, go and visit one of the uh, any of the cruise lines. Um uh, it's a great place to to take rest or to take a vacation, three or four day cruise. It, it's 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 really, really good, uh, good place to, to be on vacational. Uh so okay, I will start for for the gift shop. When you go in the gift shop, when you go in um, such a place, uh, to start working in such a place, uh, the on the ship you can find anything, anything you want, anything you you like. So you can buy. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a duty free. It's a duty free. So uh, uh, most uh, most of the items or most of the people want to buy jewelry, want to buy perfumes. 
want to buy uh, booze, want to buy fine watches, diamonds and stuff. And but also on the other side, also you have uh, gift shops like for, for gifts, for, for mugs or you have T-shirts with different ports of call or the ports of call that ships is visiting. Uh, you have keychains. Uh, you name it. You can find anything. So it's a like, like a mall. Okay. Yeah, that's the right term. So it's a mall. And when you go, when you uh, uh, just uh, sales associate, you start either with uh, selling keychains or selling uh, t-shirts. Uh, either one of them. So yeah, you have to be you have to be patient, and you have to if. If you really like the job, yeah, you will you will make it. Okay. Uh, I started working in uh, uh, first on the promo. There, there was like a promo table selling uh, every day different kind of stuff, uh, different kind of stuff, starting from watches, t-shirts. Uh, next day we sell jewelry. The other day we sell we sell um, perfumes. So every other day, it's a different different item on sale. But uh, you have to start from from the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, the hard logo, hard logo department, I, the hard logo department, and putting these mugs, keychains, and different kind of uh, uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I I started from there. So. Yeah, for for the whole contract, okay. I was uh, I was managing, you know, to to set up all uh, the whole wall of uh, different types of keychains for different uh, ports of call. Mm -hmm. But I really wanted, I re I really wanted to do that. It was like a game for me. And out of the sudden, because everything was sorted out, people mm -hmm. can people could find uh, the right uh, keychain they want. Uh, because everything was set up, everything was, you know, li like right. a box. So the numbers were start, uh, you know, rising up. So it was, uh, yeah. yeah, it was uh, pretty noticeable, and my job was noticeable. So yeah, how it, the, the time goes, you you get opportunity to start working uh, on a different department. You st you, you start working, um, uh, you start to sell liquor. You you take training for for liquor and. Uh, we all like we, we all have been in a liquor in a liquor store but yeah even for there you you need the you need knowledge you need uh, to know the exact amount of of everything what the uh liquor contains different either what is is a cognac or 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 whiskey mm -hmm. uh you need to know your stuff so again here you have to learn mm -hmm. from there you go one level up so you go uh Either you start selling perfumes, take uh, training for perfumes, for for watches, for jewelry. So I did every, you know, every every of these uh, steps. Yeah. But uh, I must say that uh, it was really hard for me when it comes to the to the good stuff, when it comes to the expensive stuff like the watches, like the fine jewelry, fine watches, because here you you have to stop and you have to start selling here you have to start selling you you have to be focused at all the time you have to be with the client you have to do your kpis see you 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 have to do your your there is more pressure. Uh, your homework yeah you have to do your homework because right now i'm i'm talking about uh, some kind of uh, it's a retail but on a cruise ships where you have the guest for a certain amount of time so you have that that customer for only five days and mm -hmm. you have five days to sell that item to him so uh yeah the time frame is chasing you the target is chasing you so you have to you have to be closer you, you have you have to close the deal you mm -hmm. don't have time next week it's a next cruise and next guest and next target so again you have to you have to be on the game. You have to be focused. You have to be, you know, well rest. You have to be present, yes. present with the, with the they, with the guest. Did they train you on how to sell the watches, what to say, and yes. what that look like? 
Yes, yes, there is, a, there is a, there are really good trainings. First of all, the companies, Starboard, Starboard Cruise Services, I must mention them. Uh, big shout out to, to, to all sales staff in Starboard Cruise Services. Mm -hmm. uh, they have like their internal training process and also a sales training process, but also uh, the customers that we sell, like the, uh, let's say, Tiso or, or Tacware, the guys from those companies are coming once or twice a year. And also they do like a, a update or sales updates, what's new and what we, we have to mention. It's like updates. But yeah, it's it's a training. They, we are well trained there. We were well trained there and know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And it seems like this, the watches were yeah. it was a higher higher pressure environment from management than when you were doing the keychain or you know the initial the initial thing. Is that yeah. true, or would you say the keychain and the other job they had the same type of high pressure? You only got the customer for five days. You know, you gotta make sure they get. You know, the, the main the main revenue comes from from the fine watches, from the fine jewelry. You know, you have to you have really expensive pieces there, and really you have really expensive pieces that 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 you have to sell, not just to keep them right there, but they have to move out. They have to move out. Mm -hmm. um, okay, that's interesting. It was yeah, yeah. It was uh, again. It was really hard for me, uh, as I mentioned uh, before, coming from a country as Macedonia, where we, we don't have that uh, much varieties in um, in the stores, mm -hmm. and I I have to learn how to sell. So the sales, it's uh, still it's a learning process. Mm -hmm. Sales is yeah. There are people that uh, it's a uh, it comes naturally natural for him to to sell. And not to follow any steps, just to go, you know, like the diabolical and, you know, somehow to find a way to close the, the deal. For me, it was learning process, but, and there are lots of people like me. Uh, but uh, my main point here is you have to admit, you have to admit you have problem. You have to admit that you have problem with, with yourself, that you don't, uh, that you don't close the deal or you don't, um, you don't do connection with the client. Everything starts with uh, committing to yourself. And once you commit to yourself that you have problem, uh, then it's, uh, then, you, then you know, yeah, you, you know what to like, uh, work on. You can think about the solution. You can think about what, yes. what questions to ask other people who are good, uh, who are, you know, That's better right. than you. Yeah, follow the, Exactly. Accept advice. All right. Well, that's that's good. I, I think most people um, would say that they aren't they aren't the best or they aren't naturally talented at customer conversations. Uh, wh what did you do to get better and train yourself up? Um, did you read any books? Did you talk to people? What was the process that you did to? Train uh, I start I start listen. I start listen. I start listen advices. Uh it it comes it it doesn't so the management gives you opportunities they they believe it they uh, the management believes in you I'm talking about on on, on the cruise ships uh, but once you admit that you need help you ask for for the help mm -hmm. and they give you the help and you start listening you because everything before that I uh, relay on um, lots of. Uh, excuses from my side or objections or if someone closed a sale i could have say yeah it it was just pure luck you know that it was just check out it was just it it wasn't a sale but you, you have to admit that it's not like that that uh, the guy that sold that piece of uh, diamond did work hard for it mm -hmm. no one gives you money like that you have right. to, to to work for the sale yeah he knew something that you didn't at the time um and you got to own that you got to be like wow all right i need to figure out what he knows that i don't i need to figure out how to better structure my conversations so that way i can yes. better execute role plays everything you know follow the the performers just listen just you know do what they do mm -hmm. and yeah everything will be that's will starting to yeah that's a good word though it's definitely um 
good advice to one, just commit to yourself. Hey, I am not the best. I I need help. And then seek help, ask, and then listen to to the advice and wisdom of others. So yes. Good. All right. Awesome. So you worked in the cruise ship. You uh worked in a place where there was more more variety in products <laughs> to sell. Uh you got a lot of experience. What happens next? Well, next I I'm doing this, I'm doing cruise ships for for six years now. So I'm going to 2012. Mm -hmm. Uh out of a sudden I I start thinking that it, it is enough. Uh I have to go back home, you know, start to work something home because time flies. I'm uh you know getting older, it's time to to you know to to make a family. To make my parents happy <laughs> uh, but yeah it comes uh, uh, it was a call it was a call for me it was a time and call and uh, I made a decision so I didn't hesitate I'm starting I'm stopping the the uh, my job on the cruise ships and I'll go home and I'll train I will try to find a, a job mm -hmm. or to start a company on my own uh but as soon as i got back as soon as i uh, got home i've got a call from a really good friend of mine susie uh and john borelli from canada they they basically just invited me to come and work for them in canada so we're talking about edmonton uh alberta uh i was really su surprised and same time you know like flattered uh because you know they they invited me to to go and work for them it was quite process to to sort uh, all the visa and paperwork mm -hmm. and but once i got there i did not uh, again disappoint them uh it it was a sales job again it was a door to door sale uh door to door door to door sales job uh really really uh tough thing to do in the states or or in canada but uh, if you uh, the ones that uh, uh are, are perform the ones that are warriors in sales they will they will make it they will find way again mm -hmm. it was a new thing for me i thought it was easy and it was easy for me to to uh, start closing sales i couldn't find uh, i i could find you know stories to make a go to make a good bond with the people, with the good Canadian people, uh, but I was really surprised when I when I saw how many uh, how many staff are sold on the doors. Hmm. Basically, you have uh, 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 poultry has been sold on the doors, gas, hmm. TV, anything, anything. Yeah. So that was uh, an again. Uh, those were my competitors, not the not the different. So it was just you know, oh, another salesman on the door. That's but right. still, you have to do your goals. You have to do your your KPIs. You have to do, yeah. You know, to you have to find. Uh, so door to door was big. What year was this? Two thousand thirteen. This was uh, two thousand twelve. Two thousand thirteen. Okay. Again, I was. Yeah, uh, and here in the meantime, I got married. I have my kid. I have my family back home, and I was uh, traveling back and forth every like three months: Canada, Macedonia, Canada, Macedonia. And yeah, again, I have to say it's 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 enough. I have to find some uh, job back home. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Uh, but I also must mention that my biggest progress in sales, in my sales skills was in canada for these two years there was there were lots of good guys there were lots of good uh, sales guys big uh shout out to all the guys in fluent homes in canada uh back then it was uh titan alarm uh i really really learned lots lots from them and this is again good point you have to to stick out with the with performers mm -hmm. you have to hang out for for I'm talking about to all salespeople out there. Just you know, salespeople stick with with, with salespeople. Learn from 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 each other. Mm -hmm. 
and yeah yeah that was that was my experience in in canada and really really good yeah yeah that, that sounds like it um and when you say salespeople stick with salespeople you uh are you mentioning your team members that you were like hey you have some really strong team members who are helping you sell or did you find other like influencers and thought leaders in sales and, and stick with them how did you find these people uh well uh it was uh we, we were still we go door to door and when you're in canada in canada you don't uh you have certain um, um certain months that you can go outdoors mm -hmm. and basically it starts somewhere in, in spring march and you knock doors until uh 30th of october something like that or 30th of, of september uh because after that it starts uh, uh lots of snow and it's difficult to travel mm -hmm. but for this uh for for, for this uh, time span uh we don't uh, we we travel as a group so we travel as a group of 20 30 people 20 30 salesmen mm -hmm. and yeah that's how we in the meantime you know people come and people go uh, some of the people stay. I really learn a lot from from Susie uh, and her husband John. Uh, even though Susie, she doesn't come from sales, but still she was she was really really good at it. Uh, also, her husband John. It was really really for me. It was magic to to see that girl to see that guy how he, how is how he's selling. I know that right now they are in uh, in Florida working on uh, in the solar industry i know okay. they're getting it right there so yeah big hello to to them too nice i just interviewed someone who works in the solar industry as well so fresh. it's definitely fresh. that's interesting all right so you had some good mentors good friends and yes would you say today because this is back in 2012 would you say today uh knocking on doors and doing door-to-door -door sales is still big in canada uh yeah i think you you cannot beat that you can you cannot door-to-door -door sales yeah you need that kind of that kind of stuff on the on the doors i strongly believe in uh, that type of sales mm -hmm. i strongly believe that is uh, uh that is working uh just you you have to be convinced in yourself you have to believe in 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 what you you have to believe in three things for for me personally uh you have to believe in yourself believe in your company and believe in your product and that's it mm -hmm. those three are you if you're 100 down with, in with those three just go outdoors and that's it gotcha interesting all right that's super awesome maybe we'll try that here at sway that, that'll be the advice i give some people just start knocking on some doors all right you got it <laughs> Awesome. All right. So, so you move back, um, spend more time with your family and looking for that next gig now. Uh, what, yeah. what gig? Uh, so I, I got back home from, from Canada and I was, uh, without job, like, uh, maybe three, four months. It was all good. I had some savings. Uh, I didn't want to start work. I, I could start to, 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 to work, but you know, I didn't want to start a job that I don't like and I don't right. find myself in like uh, administration and stuff, sending emails, like uh, how they call like spiritual debt for, for jobs with, with no goals with, you know, the, please, I'm sorry if I, if I offend anyone, but uh, yeah, I, I had to choose, uh, you know, wisely what, uh, what I want to do. I, uh, a couple of times in my life, I have said I have said to myself, "Okay, I'm done with sales. No more sales. I will start working something else, or you know, let's see what what happens if we start doing this." But on the end, again, I end up working in sales. Uh, I think that comes naturally, maybe not just to me, maybe to there are more more people like me that. Uh, sometimes think that they're they're not doing just finding sales or they're not making any money but it, it doesn't matter it, it doesn't connect it if you're if you're a good salesman still 
you cannot maybe you will not make money and if you're bad salesman again you can you can make again money uh, to get on uh on the question mm -hmm. yeah i was again about to leave from from macedonia but uh, uh there was a uh, one company invited me on uh, on interview. It's called X-Trade, and this is 2015, mm -hmm. I believe. Yes. Uh, so they invited me on interview. I went on the interview very, very. I didn't prepare myself for 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 anything. Usually, I do. Uh, I went with no expectations at all. It ended up. Uh, if two hours interview we were talking on different uh, on different stuff uh i didn't know anything about the industry it was online trading cfds forex uh it was a job uh, for for a call center the the company was uh, uh expanding in my country in macedonia so mm -hmm. they were looking for stuff they were just on the beginning so they need uh uh they need uh, space, they need computer, they need staff, they need everything. Uh, and they told me that they're, they really like me, but they can give me, we can start working uh, like three or six months from now. Hmm. Again, I said, yeah, it's okay. This is my email, my number, anything, my contact. So yeah, I'm about to leave. I hope I'll be back, you know, in Macedonia and we can talk. Uh, the next day, I remember I, I had one place call center that I knew that was closed, and it was uh, as it is, like with computers. With uh, it, it was just you know to start working, and I. What happens is I recommend that uh, place, that facility to to extract, and we. Yeah, it it turns up it was a match for 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 everyone. Mm -hmm. And we start, uh, uh, we were operative in one month, one and a half months, something like that. It was, it was really fast. They were really happy with yeah. my productivity and, and everything. So yeah, in this call center, I, I was working for, for a two years, two and a half years. Uh, it was, uh, my first, uh, working experience in, in Macedonia. Mm -hmm. uh, still, it was a really good connection because we were selling to the uh, in Europe, also in the States, in UK. Right. Uh, I was at home. The sale was on the phone. Uh, I was uh, sales manager. Sales. I can't remember of the of the title, but yeah, I had a group of people. I even at the there was a time that I had fifty salespeople uh, un, under my you know, supervision. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's incredible. That's incredible. 50, 50 is a decent amount. Tell us about the uh, iteration and onboarding process and training um, to get some salespeople. Yes. 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 Uh, okay. So uh, onboarding, we're talking about Macedonia. In Macedonia, it's still hard to find decent job or uh, job that is decent paid. Uh, this call center had a really good basic salary and really good bonuses. So it was, uh, people start, uh, uh, people knew, people knew about X-Trade and they, they wanted to work for, for, for X-Trade. Just, uh, the problem is you, you cannot hire anyone because you cannot hire just anyone because we work with. It, it's a sale. We we have uh, you know our client that we sell for him, and he he wants results, and we have to be you know finest and find the the best people for 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 the job, the the people that they're meant to to be for the for the job. Mm -hmm. Um, how in X Street we have uh, I think we have really really good onboarding process. Uh, first, uh, like myself, I didn't know anything about the industry or I didn't know anything about economy. Uh, and there are lots of things that uh, you have to know, or you don't need to know still, it depends of, of, uh, of you. 
uh, but every any every new uh, uh, sales associate have to go uh, through not test but uh, first the interview was really interesting. So the interview is uh, uh, the first filter, the first filter for the uh, for that sales rep. If he you know if, if uh, he is uh, good on the interview. Uh, the job is uh, like 80% done. Uh, then we go on uh, on the training. Still, we don't uh, the training. It depends from people to people. Maybe for for some it takes two days. For some people, uh, if they are not that confident, takes for uh, uh, most week. Mm. Uh, it's interesting that uh, some of the people are struggling with uh, confidence. Okay, it's also they are still don't feel that confident because of the coworker, because of the client, because of the product knowledge. They don't know, you know, how to. What if you ask me something about the economy that I don't know, or something about the dollar euro rate, or something like that. Uh, but once uh, once we are we are done with the uh, with that training process, we go. Uh, we go on role plays, something like role plays. We start selling on the phone. We have different type of that kind of uh, games. Yeah. And again, yeah, once the the sales rep is feeling ready to to start calling, he can start calling. You know, starting from uh, no answers or cold leads, and after <laughs> 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 he gets. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, get them, <laughs> get them used to the, the grind, used to the people yeah. hanging out, you know, I get but it. But yeah, yes, uh, on our first conversation, I also told you that it has happened, yeah, on uh, on the training process or on just on the training people to, you know, stand up and go realize that that's not for them or I don't feel it, it is a part of the confidence, just they don't feel that... Uh, uh, the job is just not for them. Yeah, yeah, and it's good that you all have a have a training process that effectively simulates yes. what it's going to be like on the job, so that way they can effectively understand. Hey, this this job just isn't for me. Thanks yeah. for taking in and trying to train me, but it's not going to work. Yeah, and it's not for everybody, but and that's okay. Not and you know I I salute that kind of guys to you know to. Confidence start uh, stand up and go because they saving you time. Mm -hmm. They saving you time um, later on uh, with with their duties. They will not be performing there. There will be you have to pull them on on your on your back. You know, literally said. Uh, you know, you have to push a lot. You know, with uh, not ready or uh, people that sales representatives that are feel uh, don't feel ready for for that uh, type of sales. Mm -hmm. And I respect that. I respect that, I must say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, really, I, I want to ask, what was the, what's the hardest part of that job in general, of of the running the call center? Uh, always uh, to, to motivate the people, to, to be a... Uh, welcoming environment for the for the people to come to come at work to mm. come at work to be welcoming environment for them to know what they're working for they need to have they need to have goals their own goals and later on not later on but then it's easier for us to face with the uh, with the real opportunities like uh, or the, the real objections like the no answers or the cold leads or anything once you have your your goal you, you have everything set that is the, the the easier part always always there there will be objections for the for the leads mm -hmm. there always be but you know uh, we know that's not the real objection, you know, leads are leads, okay. it's up to you. <laughs> yep, there's there's always a way to to overcome and get behind the, the objection behind the objection, the problem behind the problem, right? And find out the truth, so. Yes. Okay, so motivation and culture, 
uh, or were some of the large problems when you were running that call center, you would say? Uh, yes, yes. Motivation, uh, work ethic, mm. work ethic still. Uh, because the mindset here, it was, you know, like nine to five. Mm -hmm. nine to five and go to work you know hit the number try and hit the numbers pick up the phone and then go home. that's right that's right you, really? you do one sale two sale three sale and you stop you have enough money you stop that's another problem you know i you know really sad to see that when i know that the guy is is, is killer he can easily go 20, 30, but he stops at five. Like, uh, okay, I'm in the safe zone. I'm saving my job. I have enough money. Dude, just go. Go and go above, beyond, get the more money, get, you know, move yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's they're scared, yeah. But if I sell, if I sell like two, three more next month, my target will be higher. Mm. They go. <laughs> but that's fine. Still, you, you make money, man. You still, you can... It's, that is that is a hard part of sales, and I was interviewing someone someone else. We were talking about that same concept of goals, setting goals in sales. It can be hard on a sales rep for the goalpost to keep moving based on you doing well, and it's kind of like a punishment of you doing well. And that's we were kind of thinking about ways to restructure, reorganize the goal setting process. What do you think about how you set goals and and how do you effectively kind of get the most out of your sales reps, but not demotivate them to do less? Uh, my experience is, says, my experience is based on, uh, uh, okay, the best experiences, when I set up the goals, I set them up uh, yearly, and I seek like 20 to 30% uh, uh, twenty to thirty percent profit or development from from you know the the, the previous year, mm -hmm. and from here you know the goal is break on uh, on twelve months, and every month you know it's I set the goals to I divide that monthly goal to the to the sales representative. I'm not going you know harder to uh, I don't go hard on them. But if I want to make someone to be better, yes, I sometimes I I can put bigger numbers on him, mm -hmm. on him. Gotcha. That's good. So that's the goal. So every year, yeah, your, your right. goals go up by twenty percent. Rise, yeah, rise, yeah. Gotcha. I definitely, I definitely like that approach for sure. Because changing goals per month or per quarter, unexpectedly, yeah, no, lead to headaches and frustration so yeah good good cool i did want to ask one other thing before we move on to um to the next to the next phase in call centers you have to make scripts you have to follow a sales methodology yes. how did you um craft your scripts did you have a sales methodology how did you learn that sales methodology tell us more about that uh okay on um in this call center x state we we've got the script it, it was uh israeli company a really mm -hmm. good israeli company again I, I have to mention and uh i really uh uh i really believe in uh in this israeli companies like in from the fintech industry Mm -hmm. uh and the script back then the sales script back then was made from some sales representative from from israel that really worked for him and uh we keep uh, you know we were doing that script and it it, re it really worked you know the the guy really did his his homework and you know it was like a bingo jackpot okay nice but, yeah, still, when you have, uh, uh, sometimes you work with uh, with cold leads, sometimes, you know, with, with paid leads, uh, leads that, you know, expect your call or have heard about your company and you, you're calling them, that's fine. But still, in any case, you need, you need training. You need training. This is, uh, you, you have to be focused on your job, you know, if, 
if the basketball players go and uh, you know do training uh, for twice a day why not you they're mm -hmm. professionals so you, still you, you have to you know you have to practice uh, your your pitch practice your your objections you you have to write down new objections to get to be ready for 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 the objections and there 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 is lots of ways how you can do that we were talking about uh, 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 what works most for me i have uh, when i have you know my my pitch it's printed down i have on my desk and I just follow my steps and I when I go to the pitch, whenever I I get objections or I lose a client, I put a dot on the on the pitch. And on the end of the day, on the spot where I have most dots, I know I have to change that part. Mm -hmm. That's one that's one way to to to, to do it and to uh, you know to to fix yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. And that just helps you become a bit more um, introspective, if that's the right word, just to understand where where the problem is, right? Yes, yes, yes. Something is it something about yeah you or something the clients have heard or they have been on some website. They mm -hmm. they are you know generated leads from certain website. They know something. They have heard something. Uh, you have to be you have to be ready you have to be ready same like in the cold uh, in the in in the cold calling when you when you do cold calling and when you when you have 50 no answers 51 no answers out of a sudden 50 second says hi and you're completely blocked hi ho, wait a second who is this who am i <laughs> who am i <laughs> you never lose the focus you you you, you have to no, you know, you have to be, you know, sharp on, on, on the phone, ready, ready, you know. Yeah, totally true. Totally true. <laughs> I've been there. When you get 50 voicemails, you get the one person picks up and you're like, what? what? Who are you? What's yes. my, how do I, I didn't have my script up because it was one of those days and I was just, uh, you know, <laughs> my way through. <laughs> that is totally true. Okay. Okay. That's, that's. Um, that's a good word. Um, self-improvement. Um, it's, it's good that your sales rep, uh, that a sales rep in Israel created kind of like the perfect jackpot script for you all. Yes. Uh, I don't know who that was, but yeah. <laughs> Thank you, him. sir. <laughs> <laughs> it, it and that, that script worked, uh, in Bulgaria, in Italy, in, yeah, France, oh, to Spain, Scandinavia, it worked work all over Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Well, shout out to them <laughs> real quick, whoever you are. Yeah. Mystery jackpot, dude, or gal. Um, but all right, so you did the, you were, you were managing this call center um, for Extract and seemed to go pretty well. Um, lots of learnings and onboarding and training and all that good stuff. Um, what happens next? Well, it was a uh, it was a time for, for for the client to to move out or to expand on some other better place with, uh, you know, uh, it's still it comes and you know to to, to saving uh, money, you know, to they have uh, better uh, how do you call better better conditions on, in some other country and they and they move out. Uh, uh, uh the call center closed down i found a new job for like two three months uh, uh it was business to business same it was a call center but it was b2b mm -hmm. b2b job it was like project manager i was a project manager for we were all project managers like uh, 100 100 guys in, in in the call center every one of us was project manager uh it was business to business, uh, and we were selling uh, events. Okay. No, and that was uh, again. I haven't done that before, but I was working that just for for a for a few months. Business to business, I learned quite a few things, few new things there. You know how to get to the to the decision maker. You need to find the decision maker before you start. Uh, you know pitching out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a good, good experience. Yeah. And from there, I moved to whole new industry. Uh, I have I haven't been in the states for now like uh, ten years. I'm not sure if if you guys have that industry there, but it's like a lending money company okay. for fast and personal loans. I've fast seen... and personal loans, yeah. When you know people client comes to the uh, to one of our shops, and we just uh, government ID. He applies for a loan, and the loan is you know approved in five minutes. He goes out from from the shop in five minutes with basically one average Macedonian salary or two average Macedonian salaries. It it goes like quite well. Uh, but it end up again. It it end up that this is a sales job too. <laughs> Just it, yeah, up. lots of sales. Uh, yeah. I open lots of lots of new shops. Uh, uh i did lots of debt collection too on the phone on the doors in macedonia it was uh, yeah quite interesting uh nice okay and then let's go to agile pro solutions real quick yes uh, yes about agile pro your experience as sales manager there and all the yeah. there uh, again, really good company. Mm-hmm. I will do a small advertisement for them. Please don't get me. I I, I hope I am not uh, doing anything wrong. But APS, it's a really really good company. They have really good facilities here in Macedonia. Really good center. People are happy. People are hustlers. They work very very hard to you know to satisfy every client. Mm-hmm. We have. They have. Uh, Again, I did not work uh, uh, lots of time for 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 APS, but for the time I I was there, I I felt very very professional. The company is very professional. It's a American company from Florida. Again, uh, one of Israeli guy is uh, is owner yeah. of the uh, of the company. Uh, what I like about APS, uh, APS is uh, BPO, so it's a business process outsourcing. It, it's not just outsourcing. Uh, the difference here is and why APS is so uh, successful is when they go and when they uh, uh, when they go and look for for a plan, what they offer is they offer you know to choose the company to choose the people they will uh that they will work for so if a company from truck and trace industry uh needs a, a truck dispatch uh, APS is uh, always ready to offer five to six different uh dispatchers to them mm-hmm. and that trucking uh, company uh, can choose Hmm. Also, not, you know, they're not just selling one company. You have a catalog of many different things you can sell. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they. I'm trying to remember now. It was uh, yes. Uh, again, there was a few loan companies, so there was like a de- again some debt collection on the phone i'm not sure for that was not my project i'm not i'm not sure about the the, the name of the clients uh we had uh, tracking tracing industry we had project management uh, cyber security uh yeah yeah uh accounting bookkeeping mm-hmm. yeah awesome. things like that agile pro solutions awesome yeah yeah very cool. Okay, so okay. you're there as a sales manager. Uh, yes, yes. Team. I had a team of uh, five to six people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, leads, and basically we were we were calling uh, calling the, the company. Still, this is B two B, yeah, uh, business to business calling. So you have to find you have to find the decision maker to set up the appointment. There is nothing on the, on the spot. We don't. Uh, look for 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 decision on on the spot on the first call so we just introduced ourselves 
uh, you know, tell them what we do, what's the difference from us uh, between BPO and just outsourcing. Because in outsourcing, when you approach the company, uh, what the other companies mostly doing is uh, when they get client, the client doesn't uh, uh, doesn't know what's uh, what's going on and who is working for his company. So mm -hmm. he just uh, you know asks for the job to be done. Here it's uh, quite different. He can you know he can you know have a control and he can can uh, he can see who is working for them. You know to get in the computer to see what they're doing. Yeah, and so they. BPOs usually give you two to three people to sell for you. You're meeting with them and you're, you have more control over the softwares they use, et cetera, et cetera. While yes. outsource sales, it's just, I need sales. Here's my customer persona. Yes. Yes. And on my calendar, <laughs> uh, man, then you have no control over, you know, the process, the people, anything. Yes. Yes. You do. Here you have trainings. You can see the guys. It's a, it's 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 a right company to do business with. Yeah. APS. Nice. All right. Awesome, man. And then that was your last company. Now you're with, um, who again? Uh, right now I'm with. Uh, uh, again, I work in uh, this industry with uh, fast crediting and personal loans mm -hmm. with fixed credit. I send again big. Big hello to all of my my guys working for us. Uh, we are a new company. We just started uh, not even uh, a year, almost a year now. On 16th of January, we we celebrate our first birthday. Mm -hmm. Nice. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it's, super awesome, man. Well, yeah. I appreciate you running us through your whole background, your experience of sales, starting from selling, you know, the one brand of milk, your dad's yes. grocery store, and now um, a sales leader, uh, managing teams, and um, really knows the ins and outs of sales. So I have three high-level strategy questions that I love asking people um, who are experienced in sales. One, what are some of the key attributes that make a good salesperson? Uh Patience, patience. Okay. I will put here patience. Uh, you have to be good listener. You have to be good listener, and uh, try to to read the closing signals. Hmm. What are some of the closing signals? Uh, the closing signals is when. Uh, when the client is start asking questions, asking questions like it was like uh, how much it will cost me, like what what what's next, you know, if I do this, what happens next? Those are the closing signals, and then you you have to slow down and you have to you can close the sale. Close the sale with that. <laughs> totally agree. Awesome. Uh, what? So question number two. Yeah. What books or methodologies? Uh, have you picked up to increase your sales knowledge? Uh, I have uh, read some some books, still methodology uh, that made me most of the money is the straight line persuasion of Jordan Belfort. Mm -hmm. uh, this uh, I start using this uh, straight line persuasion uh, back in Canada, and it really really helped me out. Nice. Yeah, I've read his book. I haven't yet downloaded the scripts and the online resources, but the book is great. Yeah, I I just have we bought CDs when we were in 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 Canada. Mm -hmm. I haven't. Uh, I have seen the movie and uh, <laughs> classic classic and but uh, yeah, the material on the CDs and scripts were were, were re really really good, really yeah. good. He goes there and you know just write down you know the diagram of how the sale it goes it's like a math math pure math yeah okay all right i definitely have to get my hands on that um then the last question which you kind of answered but what advice would you give any salesperson listening any salesperson listening man uh hard work 
hard work. That's it. That's it. Hard work. Sweat. Work. Mm -hmm. Put the for the, the time. Yes, I must mention here when when I speak about hard work. Uh, hard work is not dialing one hundred no answers. Yeah. Hard work is not you know ten hours no answer. Hard work is uh, also what you put to close the client that's the hard work one conversation today that's fine but do everything to close that that's your shot today mm -hmm. the first call if you start at 9 a.m if uh, the guy picks up at 9:01, that's your shot that's your shot think that's your only shot for for the day that's the hard work the mm -hmm. hard work is you know not you know the the the, the administrative work or the the grind mundane just kind of like all right yeah, let me get this done yeah, I hit my number yeah. no as soon as you get in front of somebody that's when it begins yes, yes. working or walking fast around the office busy 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 not like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. good advice man good advice move forward don't just move in circles yeah. right? that's good all right yeah, move forward on the <laughs> Yes. Well, Don, that was great listening to your story. I loved going through all the bits and pieces. Great knowledge in here. I'm excited to re-listen and to um, kind of clip it up to to show people on LinkedIn. Um, thank you so much for 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 coming on the show, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I had really uh, lots of fun. Yeah, and even to to listen myself. Uh, yeah, I think people will like it. Yes. Yes. As do I. Like it. Yeah. All right, everyone. Have a great one. Okay. Merry Christmas even before, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have a great night. <laughs>